Conscious Matters. It's a safe space where we chat about how living consciously matters to our well-being, to the one of our surroundings and loved ones, as well as to the earth and humanity as a whole. Join me, Melissa DeBerry, for inspiring interviews with some of the most beautiful souls out there, individuals who are helping others to reach their highest selves and who bring light into this world. In every episode, we talk about conscious matters such as self-love, awareness, personal development, the power of yoga and meditation, self-medicine, the rise of holistic practices, and much more. We expand on our experiences, share tools that help live in peace, harmony, and alignment on a daily basis, and discuss about what we've learned along our healing journey. Get your mind, body, and soul ready for a ride in consciousness. Namaste, listeners. Everything in the universe is within you. Ask all from yourself. I wanted to start with this beautiful quote from the fantastic poet Rumi. So today it's Valentine's Day. That time of the year when it's all about love everywhere. But um, let's switch things up a bit. Instead of falling into the business aspect of this day, such as buying gifts, flowers, going to the restaurant, and also looking for approval of someone else, calling your partner you have, let's focus this talk on you, on self-love, the type of love that nourishes you deep inside and which is the key to love others fairly and healthily. To quote the amazing RuPaul, if you can't love yourself, how the heck are you going to love somebody else? Today's episode is a little bit different from the previous ones. I was very keen on bringing you a great guest, as usual, to exchange on self-love, but something was sort of blocking me in the process of doing so. I had to listen to my gut feeling and stop for a moment. It got me thinking. That's when I had this aha moment. You want to talk about self-love, but with someone else? Isn't it contradictory or at least ambivalent? I had to admit that Innocence, yes, absolutely. The power of the word self in the term self-love is so strong that I should maybe focus on that and this time have myself talk about what self-love means to me. Not saying that opening the conversation with others about self-love is a no-no. I'm actually a strong believer in adding different perspectives on the same topic to add more substance and value. Nonetheless, this time... It felt right to express my own thoughts on this conscious matter. So here we are, with me, rambling by myself. (laughs) Let's do it. Most of us think that if you have your life kind of together and you take time to pamper yourself here and there, that might mean that you love yourself. To me, self-love is so much deeper. It's not only about taking care of yourself, which is of course so important, But it's all about utterly loving yourself, embracing the good and the bad aspects of your personality, caring for yourself even better than a mama bear, forgiving yourself when you're mistaking or slacking, and fully accepting yourself simply for who you are and not what you do or for your achievements. Like Self-love is all about the internal work, your state of mind, adjusting your perspective on life to one that will make you feel great about yourself. So I would say that self-care complements self-love, not the other way around. Finding out of things to validate your inner self will never work. Trust me, I tried. (laughs) 
But you got to do that inner work no matter what. At the core, we are pure, lovable, and deserve to be celebrated for our uniqueness. When we think about it, we have everything already. We all have both a feminine masculine part inside of us, like the yin and the yang energies. We are already perfectly made and already complete. That's why I'm struggling when people refer to romantic partners as half. Even though it's just an expression, like I'm aware of that. Words matter. So if you see yourself as incomplete, you'll always look to be completed from an outside source instead of filling the void by becoming your full self. In order to be your full, complete self, self-acceptance is literally the bottom line. The only person in control of your self-love is you. Make changes if you need to, but you have the power. Like Quit lying to yourself, dive deep into your shadow self, like explore the complexity of your personality with these different aspects, Live the judgments of your own self out of the door and forgive yourself. I repeat, forgive yourself. It's a true and courageous act of self-love. When we hold a grudge, it's such a burden. Most of the time, we don't even realize how heavy it is until we release ourselves through forgiveness. For example, like forgive yourself because you made choices that led you in a situation that wasn't bringing you any benefit. You have to remember that everybody's growing. You don't know everything right away. It takes time. It takes errors, failures. Sometimes it even takes betrayal from others to learn and to grow. So yes, forgive yourself. Because at the time you did what you did, you probably didn't know any better. And even if you did know better, maybe some limiting beliefs or your trust in someone else made you not listen to your inner self like your gut feeling so yeah you cannot change the past like leave it behind learn from it grow from it and don't repeat it except if it was a fantastic thing that you did and then of course repeat it but um you know what i mean so personally i struggle with forgiving myself for past failures and not feeling good enough We grow up with so many expectations put on ourselves like from parents, teachers, society, etc. And proving our worth through doing instead of being. Like we're supposed to be a certain person and have certain thing at a certain age. Otherwise you're considered not worthy, not successful, not lovable. And I think my generation struggles with that a lot. And it's hard to detach yourself from preconceived idea of who you were supposed to be and what your life was supposed to look like. Now, of course, I say suppose with a huge air quotes. What really helped me was to connect with my inner self like, and truly nurture myself as if I would care for a child or the most precious thing in the world. I had to get an epiphany at some point. I understood that. Just like they warn us in, on airplanes, put your oxygen mask first in order to be alive and well and to help your child or the person next to you with theirs. But this analogy like really hit me. Every time I started doubting myself again or going back to my previous mindset of feeling not good enough, like I remind myself about that. Put your oxygen mask first. Feed yourself, nourish yourself, nurture yourself. So you can do the same for others and be healthy, both physically and mentally to deliver and expect the best. I mean, if you feel like crap, you'll deliver and attract crap. So get yourself together.
How in the world can I help and love anybody in this world if I don't do so for myself first? That's like a question to ask yourself as well. Like Self-love is also taking responsibility for yourself and your own well-being. Depending on your wants and needs, like you can do your inner self-work by yourself. That's my prefer, preferred option. Until recently, I've always been doing it by myself and it works wonders for me personally. However, um, a professional can shed some light on issues that would have taken you more time to discover by yourself or not at all. And it's good to have someone else's perspective and non-judgmental approach to deal with, uh, with some issues. Actually, lately, I have been open to try therapy. You give me a hand in removing like the last few bricks that were blocking me a little here and there. And I did that through the app BetterHelp, um, which is great because it's phone or video call sessions. And you have like this ongoing chat conversation with your therapist. They also like uh, give you access to group sessions on specific topics, um, worksheets after your session. It's easy in the comfort of your own home and literally anywhere with, a, with an internet connection. And you can keep your anonymity if you want. And it's affordable to many. So if you want to give it a try, um, I have a referral link of uh, which offers you one week for free. I will put it in the description of the episode. You automatically get a referral code like every time you sign up. And, and a disclaimer, this is not an ad. I'm not paid by them. It's just that um, as a membership client of this platform, I ended up with a fantastic therapist. And I think it can help others. So I just share the information. And it really helps if you're really serious about self-love and you just need like this little extra push, like it can be a good option. And being in the process of it, I completely understand and agree that complete self-love is definitely not easy. In our day and age, when so many people are fame-driven, the representation of beauty is distorted, social media is filled with the wellness gurus just to enumerate some. It is hard to feel good enough, beautiful enough, and sometimes capable enough when you're trying to fit into this society and find your place. Um, But here's the thing, though. Sure, we need to follow some society standards to not be totally ostracized. But um, not when you become toxic to yourself and your sensibilities. I really don't believe that you need to be put in boxes to thrive at life instead of having like all parts of your being celebrated. You have your place in this world by being you and simply you. I am aware that self-love is kind of trendy now that everybody's like, yeah, love yourself, be yourself. Um, It even became a marketing strategy, which I find kind of disgusting coming from companies that will don't walk the talk just like greenwashing but um i digress all i wanted to say was that self-love is about self like your relationship with yourself and no one else so be 100 authentic and unapologetic about how you come with it the most important is that it makes you feel true to yourself and brings you happiness sometimes self-love can be seen as selfishness i sort of see why But at the same time, they're so different. Like selfishness is definitely a negative and destructive character trait. However, authentic self-love has nothing to do with being selfish. 
to my mind, it's about healing, filling your cup first so you have enough to share with others. By loving yourself, you're also honoring your being, your gifts, your values, embracing, or at least trying to figure out what you were brought in this world for. Self-love to me is about growing the light of your soul that brightens the dark parts of yourself. It's about transitioning from your wounded self to become your healed self. It increases our love, wisdom, creativity, and compassion. Like the more you give any of that to yourself, the more you understand its power and are able to give the same to others. That's how we make a better world, first of all. And second of all, the difference between selfishness and self-love also come down to intent. If you decide to take something and only want it for you because you're fearful that they won't be enough, you're mistrusting of others and an individualist, then yes, you are selfish. But if you decide to take something for yourself with the intent to feel better, explore it, grow from it, in order to then share what you've learned from it with your community, then no, this is not selfishness. At least that's my take on it. The more you love yourself, the more you'll become the version of yourself you desire the most. The healthier version of yourself. I like to refer it to as the highest self. From practice, what really helps in improving self-love is to visualize your highest self. The one who's done a big chunk of the healing process already, who got rid of the limiting beliefs and learned harmful conditioning, and just start showing up in the world like this version of you. For that, positive affirmations work super well. Coming from the understanding that talking nicely to yourself is a game changer, you'll see the, the results right away. We tend to be so polite with others, so caring with our friends, family, even our plants. But we forget to do the same with ourselves. Take for example when we're making a tiny mistake. We're going like, you're so stupid. Instead of, you were being absent-minded. Fuck us now and start over. It happens to make mistakes, to forget stuff. We're just humans. Imagine your colleague making a tiny mistake because they were thinking about something else. Are you going to be that hard? Would you call them stupid? No. So don't do it with yourself. It will not happen overnight to be completely gentle with yourself. But uh, give it time and love to heal and grow. Because life is a long process of trials, errors and lessons. Just be kind to your being. We all need gentleness, so provide it to yourself. No need to be so hard on you. I mean, coming from me is like the pot calling the kettle black. But it is because I'm coming from this state of mind that I realize with time that all you can do is to have trust in yourself. To keep on showing up and offering the best you can to yourself first and then others. You are making a difference at your scale, at your rhythm. So just take it easy. And do activities that brings you joy. Even if it's blasting the music and dancing like no one's watching behind closed doors, which I often do. <laughs> this is my tiny secret. But um, just to be serious a little bit, like what helps gaining perspective is to keep in mind that today is all we have. Like right now is the only time you're sure to have. Yesterday has already passed and the future is not guaranteed. Of course, we need to live our lives with the future in mind. 
But enjoy today. Enjoy the now. Enjoy the journey when you still can. That would be my advice. And once you truly, honestly, and completely love yourself, you become unstoppable, like more daring and taking actions to create the life you deserve. It's knowing your worth, valuing yourself so you can attract people and opportunities who and which match the same vibe. So I generally encourage you to keep on cultivating your self-love. So that's it. Even though I could talk about self-love much more, um, I don't want to make it this episode too long. I did enjoy it. It was not as weird as I thought it would be talking about myself. <laughs> I would be so interested to get your take on it, how you see self-love, how you express it, and what kind of tools you use to improve it. So feel free to shoot me an email or simply sending me a DM on Instagram. All of my information is in the description of this episode. And now that we've touched upon self-love, I'll most probably make an episode on practical self-care tips in the future. Anywho, thank you for listening, sending nice comments, donating, reviewing, rating also on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. It really helps knowing what you prefer, what I can emphasize on. What can I leave out of the conversation also? And uh, just a little bit more. So yeah, thank you for supporting Conscious Matters. I'm very, 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 very grateful for you guys. I still can't believe how in how many different countries this podcast is listened to. It's beyond real. Like, it's beyond real. So thank you so much. And remember, embrace all of who you are. Love yourself always. And be your Valentine at any time. Bye-bye.